is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights And I I really wanna know, really wanna know If I Let me figure out where the road goes Even if I'm falling down I will keep on searching for my highs Say I lost my mind I will keep on holding my head high Even if the sky is falling down Guys, hello, hello, hello. You're joining us for another episode of Successfully Chaotic. I am your host, Maria Daniels, and we've got some great stuff today for you. We've been really diving into diving into how to start a business, right? All the little inside and out ways of being able to get your business off the ground and make it work for you. This is episode two, and we are going to be talking about how mind mapping can help your business. So for all of you that don't know what mind mapping is, it's something that I came across um, a few years ago, and it's always helped me to see an overall plan in a great visual way. And if you're not familiar with how that works, think about if you've ever drawn out like a diagram on a napkin or a piece of paper, basically that is a mind map, right? It's a structure a structured way of kind of drawing out your ideas so that you can see it from a different angle on how your plan is going to play out. And, you know, it's something that you can go basic, right? And just have little boxes and words or whatnot. Or you can kind of go like I do sometimes to get a little extra <laughs> with it and color code it and, you know, draw icons and all kinds of things. So there are so, so many benefits of mind mapping. And one of those is taking a great idea and trying to simplify it. Because if we're writing out our idea, like in a, you know, a text format, it can get super wordy and convoluted. And it's really hard to like, look at it and get a great idea on what you're trying to do and how it ties in to each other. But with a mind map, and opposed to the traditional way of doing it, it's the information structured in a way that resembles you know, a little bit more closely how our brain actually works. So since it's an activity that's both kind of you know analytical and artistic, it engages your brain in a much richer way. So that's and you know, I think it's really cool to do it like this also because it can be super fun. So, I mean, don't, if you're not artistic, this is one of the things I hear, but Maria, I'm not artistic. If you're not artistic, that's fine. It doesn't have to be, you know, super artistic. You can do like a one word thought and do it in a different color or something. It could be super simple, but the, the biggest part of making it work for you is making it your own. So when we've talked about kind of the simplicity of it. I do want to talk about kind of some benefits and uses of it. Um, I think when you think about mind mapping as a whole, 
you know, you can, again, make it your own, but it's great for, um, you know, brainstorming. Like if you're sitting down, you know, at a roundtable discussion or with your team or whatever, it's a great way of taking lots of ideas, lots of brain dump ideas and simplifying that vision in a visual way. Um, it's also great for note taking. So if you're listening to a workshop or taking a course or whatnot, it's a great way to digest that information into a simple and visual way. Another thing that it's great for is planning, right? Like maybe you have a new product or service that you're getting ready to launch out with your business. Well, yes, you may have all your pages of plans, but enable to be able to um, really get to the next stage of development and working with your team to be able to get that launched out. It's a great idea to have a mind map, to be able to present those plans and that information in a super easy to digest way where they're able to look at it. It also, uh, mind mapping also helps to jog creativity because you can look at that that picture, that icon, that word, and it helps you to think of lots more things that tie into it. So I, I could sit and list like a reason or ways after ways that you can use a mind map, but really it's like the, the sky is the, the limit and it's hard to, you know, put a number on that. But the, the truth is that they can help clarify your thinking and pretty much with anything, right? With anything in any context, whether it's business or um, education or even family, personal, you know, maybe you're wanting to mind map your wellness plan, or maybe you're wanting to, you know, mind map your, your mindset journey, you know, um, even something that's um, in the creative world, such as, you know, blog posts or social media posts. So, I mean, I think you've kind of got the idea that you can pretty much use it for anything. So let's talk about how. How do you make a mind map? First of all, again, it, it's whatever you're more comfortable with. You can do it on a whiteboard. You can do it on a piece of paper or you, maybe you have like a journal. There are even um, ways to do mind mapping online and ways that you can share that with a team, even if you're not, you know, in the same room as the team. So you can share it in the cloud. So I'm not going to, you know, go through the list of, of all of those um, options as far as like cloud-based uh, mind mapping, but you can Google cloud-based mind mapping. There are so many different softwares available and I've used a few of them. Um, but I'm, what I'm going to talk about is just high level how to do a mind map and you can plug that information into your favorite way to mind map, you know, handwritten you know, digital, whatever. So drawing a mind map, making a mind map, it's super easy. Again, don't overthink this. I am the queen bee of overthinking sometimes. If I let myself, I try to like make things a lot harder <laughs> than they need to be, but this is super easy. So the first thing you want to do is just start in the middle of your blank page. If you're doing it, um, you know, either way you're doing it, you want to start in the middle, right? So in the middle of your blank page, whether you're writing it, drawing it, or have it in a digital format, you want to draw the idea that you're trying to develop. And I would think, um, think about like just a one word or a, not more than three words. You don't want it to be like huge, right? But one word is, is ideal. So what is it that you're trying to do? So let's um, use the example that you're trying, you're trying to come up with some blog ideas, right? 
um, and maybe it is uh, for one of your brands and you already know high level what your next, you know, we'll say Q1 because we're coming at the end of 2022. So we're coming into 2023. So we'll say Q1 of 2023. You already know kind of high level, you know, um, what you want to be talking about. So I would put that in the middle, right? I would put whatever it is in the middle. And then next you can think about any of the related um, subtopics around that central topic. So let's say that your high level, um, is, is going to be about digital marketing, right? So you would write digital marketing in the center. And then as you start to develop out those related subtopics around your central topic of digital marketing, you would connect each one of those to the center with a line. So again, we'll go back to, and I know if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can't see my weird hand movements, so, which are probably loud because I talk so bad with my hands. But you also, I can't draw this out for you. So you're going to have to use your imagination. So close your eyes and imagine that I just drew a oblong oval and wrote digital marketing. And then out to the side, I drew some smaller little circles and I wrote social media and I wrote um, blogging, and I wrote email marketing, and and some other digital marketing avenues, right? And I would take a line and draw those smaller circles and connect it with my main topic. So the, the idea is if I'm going to be writing a whole lot of blog posts on the idea of digital marketing, I would be coming up with subtopics of digital marketing to write about. I would write about social media. I would write about email marketing. You know, I would write about blogging. Uh, yes, you can blog about blogging. So I write about all these things with the idea that I am heavily focused on teaching and talking about my main topic, which is digital marketing, right? So, you know, whenever you're coming to the next step, and we just kind of repeat the process um, with the subtopics, and then you would do it again with a lower level as you see fit. So, you know, if you wanted to say, um, blogging and utilizing SEO driven keywords, you would make a line from that blog circle to another circle that said SEO driven keywords, right? So the idea is to connect these thoughts in such a way that you're able to complete the thought process, but in a visual way to where you can look at it and it works for you, right? And it's, it's combining a lot of our senses in such a way that it really helps us cognitively be able to do a more productive, better job with, with being able to plan these out. Um, I, some more stuff that I like to do that, I mean, I recommend strongly doing is incorporating colors and, you know, drawings and symbols. And even if you're not artistic, I would be as visual as you can with it because your brain's going to thank you for that. <laughs> and, you know, cause I've seen people who make mind maps and, you know, they'll draw out just like a word and that's all because they use the excuse that they, you know, can't draw. They're not artistic. But the problem is, is, is when you're tying in these different elements of color and visual icons and such, you know, it allows your brain to connect it in a much more creative way. And it gives you the ability to be far more creative and creativity leads to productivity. So, you know, I strongly suggest you trying to do that. You're, you, you're going to know what you drew. <laughs> you're going to know what you drew. So I think it's fine. Um, another thing that I strongly recommend is to vary your text size, 
um, with the color and a like alignment. Um, maybe even vary like the thickness of the lines. Uh, and the only reason is you want to provide your brain with as many visual cues as you can to be able to emphasize important points. Um, because, you know, every little bit um, helps as far as like being able to engage your brain. So, you know, for example, we'll go back to the digital marketing main concept. I maybe make that in a bolder font, right? A little bit larger you know, font size just because it is the main idea. Um, and again, try these out and see, you know, what works the best for you. But I think it's um, just a great way to brainstorm your thoughts and your plans and allow you to visually structure your ideas so you can kind of see it um, like in real life kind of and how it's going to play out. So, you know, and also, I think it's important to be able to do that because if you're trying to explain a concept to somebody, it really helps even explain it to like a team member or an employee without just using like a black and white print or like reading it from a boring business plan. I mean, how many times can you hear a business plan and like be excited about it, right? <laughs> Mind maps kind of help with that. Um, also, I, I read that... Um, Mind mapping is a great tool for people with dyslexia because it it's more of a graphical representation of a plan instead of just being textual. And so, you know, with the mind map uh, being like a diagram that visually represents tasks and concepts or items linked and arranged around central concepts, this can be huge if you if you have dyslexia or if one of your team members has dyslexia, that kind of gives them an upper hand on being able to really consume that information and understand that information. So, I mean, obviously I am a fan of mind mapping. Um, and I really challenge you to try it out. And if you just start out, you know, using just, you know, basic concepts of writing a one word, that's fine. But I do encourage you to kind of get, get fun with it, you know, have some fun with it. I ordered these really cute pencils, like colored pencils, um, off of Amazon. And I've been using that to be able to kind of color code, um, a lot of my mind maps. And I have a separate mind map for several different projects I'm working on right now. And one thing that I found when I've been writing these out and drawing these out is while I'm decorating them, right, while I'm coloring them, while I'm filling it in to make it to where it's visually appealing, you know, it's almost a form of meditation while I'm doing it. It's been very calming. So even while I'm planning it out, I'm able to kind of get this like bonus of doing something that is calming and inspiring and makes me super excited to kind of launch some of these things into play that I've been working on. So if you're just tuning in, I really strongly suggest you kind of rewind this to the beginning of the episode um, because we're talking about mind mapping and I'm serious. A mind map can turn a long list of boring information into a more colorful, memorable, and highly organized diagram that works in line with your brain's natural way of doing things. So if you enjoy this episode, I would love it if you would share it. And if you're already a follower on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I want to thank you again so much. And if you're not, go there and follow us. We would love to have a chat with you. And if you would like to share your favorite mind mapping tips, please reach out to us at info at successfullychaotic.com. And thanks, guys, for being the best part of Successfully Chaotic. Mm -hmm.
Life is a wind 